Do you know what today is? It's Walking Dead's 10-year anniversary. The Walking Dead's 10-year anniversary. Do you know what today is? It's The Walking Dead's 10-year anniversary. <laughs> the Walking Dead's 10th anniversary. <laughs> Boy, my singing does suck, doesn't it? But anyways, what did not suck 10 years ago was the debut episode of The Walking Dead. Matter of fact, the debut episode was was about a 90-minute episode, about an hour and a half. Well, duh, Tavares, 90 minutes is an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, so on this day, oh, once again, happy Halloween, everyone. On this day, 10 years ago, The Walking Dead made zombies cool again. It made zombies great again. All right? Yeah, make zombies great again. Some somebody should create a hat that says that. Make zombies great again. All right. Well, they should have made it back then, right? Because zombies are are still great. They're still totally awesome. But ten years ago from today, the world was introduced to the AMC horror apocalyptic series, The Walking Dead. Okay, we was introduced to Rick Grimes. Okay. Rick Grimes, let me tell you a little bit about Rick Grimes. You see, Rick Grimes was a police officer. Well, he was, he was a sheriff in a small town in Georgia, okay? And he wakes up from a coma. Now, one might ask, why was Rick Grimes in a coma? Well, let me tell you. There was a shootout. And what happened was what they thought were two suspects and ended up being a third one. And the third one got the drop on Rick and he shot him. And his partner, Shane, and the other deputies, they responded and they got the other one. And they rushed Rick to the hospital. And Rick remained in a coma. Okay? By the time he wakes up from a coma, the world has been taken over by zombies. Now, they call them walkers in here because unlike the Dawn of the Dead zombies... You know, are some of the Resident Evil zombies. Well, the Resident Evil zombies just walk. But in here, the zombies, they just walk. They don't run. So they call them walkers. Rick, he ends up becoming the de facto leader of a group of survivors from ATL, Georgia. Bulldog and cats like them Georgetown Hoyas. And pretty much throughout the show, every day it's all about survival. Only the strong shall survive. So it's all about survival. Uh. Only the strong shall survive. It's all about survival. 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 Only the strong shall, shall survive. <laughs> and you would think that it's all about surviving against the walkers. But no. No, no, no. Just like how the walkers were most likely created by something that man did with his or hers greatest intentions throughout the whole show, most of the time, it's all about the survival against other humans. You know, and that's one of those things you think like, you think about now, you know, this, they say this election here is one of the most divided divisive elections ever um i don't know but is it divisive yes that i can say i can't say whether or not it's the most divisive because 
mean, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't paying attention to politics in the 80s and the 70s and 60s and all that. I, number one, I wasn't born back then. <laughs> all right, I was born in the 80s, but as a kid, I'm not paying attention to politics like that. So it's. So I can't compare in contrast. I don't have much to compare in contrast as far as saying this is the most divisive election or the most divisive time ever, either in our country or in our world. But I would all but it is pretty divisive. But I always felt that, you know what? When the ish hits the fan, like if aliens came or the robots take over, guess what? Humanity will find a way to join together. And, and I believe, you know what, my theory still upholds because on The Walking Dead, they're not, as far as we know, they're not aliens and they're not robots. So, they, they're zombies. So, zombies, as we pretty much, is not going to bring humanity together. It's going to, it'll bring some, but you still going to have your, the, your governors, <laughs> your Negans, you know, um, who, 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 who's the other ones, um, your whispers yeah and what was the people who had the w's on them yeah those people too but anyways um we're introduced to rick and you know when i first watched this show you know it it's one of those things it's like you know you don't know what's ahead you don't you know you don't know what's gonna happen you're not aware to any spoilers and what it is is that you you fall in love with the characters you know with the characters and mainly you know rick because you know you, you want to see him get what he needs and number one he needs answers okay like where the hell is his family okay for once because imagine waking up fresh out of a coma and the hospital you see you see blood all over the place you see chains on doors and you hearing people in those doors and then you take a peek in there and you realize it's not people. And you're still wondering, like, where where's my family? How long have I been knocked out? Why did why, why did they leave me? Why am I here? You know, it's been a couple times where I've woke up in the morning where I overslept and my wife and my kids, they were gone. And called and I called the phone and no one answered initially. And I'm like, man, where did they go? Where did they go? And come to find out, my wife left me a note, said, hey, we went, to, went to take the kids to go pick up some donuts. I went to go take the kids to pick up something to eat. Okay? So, but that little five to ten minute stretch right there, I'm like, man, I had no idea where my family was. I asked my dog. My dog doesn't know anything. I'm like, why? for once, can you just be like Lassie and give me clues that you know what's going on? So... But Rick, he wakes up. He can't find his wife or his son, Carl. Wife's name, Lori, okay? So, can't find her. Can't find his son. He went back to his house. Nothing. They're not there. But his, atten his attention to detail gave him hope that they were alive. You know why? Because the pictures were gone. And he thought, you know what? Knowing her, she packed those pictures up. <laughs> and they got out of Dodge. Okay? But yeah, but this this show here, I mean, you know, that 
prior to The Walking Dead, it, it, it's, it's been a while since we had a movie or a show where it was, you know, where it was just about zombies, where people were all into it. Now, okay, now we had the, of course, we had the Resident Evil movies always held it down. You know, they they always continued to keep zombies relevant, okay? But it got, but on even on Resident, on Resident Evil, you know, the it got to the point where the zombies were starting to become secondary, you know, because they wasn't the main villains anymore, you know, they had different type of monsters and stuff, like Nemesis, and the, um, what do you call the red thing with the crawler that has his brains out and stuff, yeah, so, but this mu- this show here was, you know, it, it, it took me back to Night of the Living Dead, Return of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Land of the Dead, all of those, Survival of the Dead, um, Diary of the Dead, it, ta- it takes me back to the zombie movies that I've grown to love, you know, and it's one of those things, it's like, yeah, even though they're walking slow, you know, you, you still gotta watch out for them, they're dangerous, you cannot afford to underestimate them, because the moment, you, the minute you do, guess what? You're gone, or somebody that you're close with is gone. You know, it's like the tortoise and the hare. You remember that? Slow and steady wins the race. The hare is a billion times faster than the turtle, but the turtle won the race. Why? Because the hare slacked off. And see, you can't afford to slack off when with the zombies, with the walkers. Okay. But yeah, with this show, I mean, you, you. You know, you, the, you you want Rick to get back to his family. You know, when you're watching that first episode, and you're like, man, is he going to get to his family? He seems so far away. So far away. It's ridiculous. You know? And by the end of the first episode, we realize that his wife and his kid are the ones that are with Shane. Because we, we, we see Shane character and it, initially on the show, we're not aware that Shane and Lori, that, that Lori is Rick's wife. You know, we're thinking Shane is, this is Shane's woman and or whatever and stuff. Until we see that picture when Rick goes home and see the picture. And then that's when we're like, oh, wow. So now they added some drama to it. And, and I'm going to tell you, I've never been a big fan of the whole love triangle with Rick, Laurie, and Shane. No, I've never been a fan of that. I'm like, listen, hey, that's your that's your partner's wife. If y'all best friends are like brothers, like you say you, you are, you, you don't, that's a no-no. That is a no-no, okay? A no-no, all right? Now, you, you can look after the kid and stuff like that, you know, but that right there that is a no-no dude you can protect without engaging in what they was engaging in that's a big no-no but anyways um this show here man it and also not not just with rick you have okay you when we first introduced you know you you know see now in the walking dead you know daryl is you know daryl is like a a huge fan favorite (laughs) at first he wasn't you know, it was Daryl and his brother Merle, his racist brother Merle, you know, and, you know, Michael Rooker, the actor who plays Merle, he's a, he's a very, he's a great actor, okay, there's not a role that that guy cannot play, alright, I, I love him as Yondu in Guardians of the Galaxy, by the way, and can't wait to see him in the Suicide Squad, but as Merle, man, his character is, 
he's phenomenal you know you hate his character so much and that goes to show you that you know that's a mark of a brilliant actor when he or she is playing a villain you you, you can't wait for him or her to get got now when him or her is playing a hero you you want them to save the day you root for them, right <laughs> and we're also in and we introduced to Daryl, played by Norman Reedus. Prior to The Walking Dead, I, I've seen Norman Reedus. He was in Blade Two. <laughs> he was um he was Blade's um go-to guy. He was a scientist. He, he created he made his weapons, his weapons maker stuff. When Whisker was was away, but anyways um you know that Carol, played by Melissa McBride, you know great character. You know her character has come such a long way. Like her character when we were first introduced to her was very very timid, very timid. Not just timid, like very, very timid. You would have never have thought that she would advance to the badassism as she is right now. Like Carol is cold. She's probably the coldest. And who else? Andrea. We introduced to her character, her and her sister. That dynamic, that right there, man. That you know, she's trying to protect her sister. They're like 10, 12 years. They're, they're like 15 years apart. She's trying to protect her sister. They're trying to look out for each other. We have Dale. Okay. Dale, man. Dale was one of the cornerstones of the show. The moral compass. You know, so. But this show, man, it. This is one of my, you know, with The Walking Dead, to think about it. You know, this was one of my. It has always been one of my favorite shows since it aired, it has aired. And it's one of those things, it's like the episodes, there are no in-between episodes after season three for me. What it is, it's like either I love it or I hate the episode. <laughs> but that first season of The Walking Dead, man, that was incredible. That was some incredible television, you know. And 10, man, 10 years. I remember when I first started watching it, and see, I didn't watch, I didn't catch it on its debut. I knew about the show, but what happened was my friend Roderick, he had a, um, he had a, he had a barbecue. I think it was like Labor Day, but this was Labor Day of 2011. Okay. And let me see. So this was not too long before they were getting ready to air season two. So what happened was, is that, okay. He was like, man, y'all should check this show out. So we watched it and we watched, watched four episodes. It was six episodes in season one. So we watched four episodes at his house. And then when me and my wife went home, I went to the DVR and I set it on record to re to record those episodes. And what we'll do is we'll, we'll catch season two. And so we rewatched episodes one through four. And then we watched the whole thing one through six. And then the following week, we end up catching the season two premiere. All right. This 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 show, I mean, like, like you've seen, you know, like, let me see. It's been a couple other shows that came out with that's zombie related zombie themed shows after The Walking Dead. All right. And, you know, The Walking Dead, you know, it was those first three seasons, you know, like I remember in the break room at work. There was people who I normally wouldn't even talk to. Not because they're mean or because I'm a jerk or anything. It's just that I've, I've always been more of an introvert type person. Some may find that hard to believe. But yeah, believe it. But 
I'm having a conversation with one person and somebody overhears we're talking about The Walking Dead, then two people jump in, then four or five, next thing you know, it's 15 people in the break room talking about The Walking Dead. <laughs> you know, it was like a, a, a human, it was like a, you know how online you have your, your, your chat room? Well, this was like more of like a live version, a realistic one, all right? <laughs> people just talking over each other because we all so excited talking about The Walking Dead. You know, and but but back to the core of the show, you know, we're once again, yeah, we're introduced to Morgan, Morgan and his son Dwayne. You know, and you know, and you think about it, the dynamic of him and Rick in that very first episode. You know, they're both, they both are in a situation where they don't have their family, their wife. All right, Morgan has his son with him. Okay. But his wife had already turned. And every day she comes to that door. But she's a walker. So he sees his wife, but he knows she's dead. He knows that's not the same woman. And every day she comes and that mess with that door. And can you imagine if you're Dwayne? Dwayne was like 10 or 11 years old. You want your mom. You know, this is a different level type of grieving here. You want your mom. You love your mom. You know, it's not like she's buried six feet deep and a funeral happened or she's cremated. No, her body is walking around as a zombie. And you want to just smack yourself in the mouth and wake up, but you can't wake up. Can you imagine that? Like that, like that was that was so deep, so deep. And you're Morgan, that, that's your wife. And then you're seeing the hurt that is causing your son. You know what you need to do. You need to take her out. But he just, you know, it, you know, we watch movies and we say, hey, if this person turned, I'll take him or her out. Yeah, that's easy when you're not connected to somebody. But if you're connected to someone, oh, man. Not saying you wouldn't do it, but man, the, the hurt, the post traumatic stress that you're gonna have to deal with that oh man you know we're humans we have memories and then you have rick rick trying is trying to find his family no gps nothing just going off a map gut instinct thinking hey maybe they'll head to the cdc and you you, you never know you know you talk about being lost in the world i mean once again Waking up, everything around you is gone, gone, all right? The only other movie that I know that's comparable to The Walking Dead in that sense is the movie 28 Days Later. And the main character, you remember, he woke up out of a coma and you know, there, there was no really no talk about his family or anything, but he wakes up out of a coma and guess what? Everything is to shreds. The whole town is to shreds. He has no idea what happened or what's going on. That's the only other show I could think of that's similar to that. But Walking Dead, 10 years, you know, um, from my understanding, um, let me see, season 11, it's going to be the last season and they're going to have spin-off shows and i mean they have a whole walking dead 
it didn't spawn off to a whole Walking Dead universe. You know, we have the Marvel universe, the DC universe, well, they have a Walking Dead universe. Fear of the Walking Dead, Walking Dead World Beyond. You know, video games, the Walking Dead. Um, my, the Walking Dead video game from Telltale Games that first came out with Lee and Clementine, that is an awesome game. You have to play that game. That game right there takes you back to the core, to the root of the first season of The Walking Dead. Okay? Well, you have Lee. He's trying to help this little 10-year-old girl navigate through this world. You know? And it's a, it's a very awesome game. I mean, is it like Call of Duty or anything like that? No, it's not. It's not. But what it is, it's all about the story on it. Okay, it's all about the story. You don't play this one just for the graphics. The graphics are cool, but it's all about the story and being put in p positions to make a to make a decision, certain decisions. Just like if you was Rick or Carl or Daryl or Shane in The Walking Dead, you know. But this show here, man, it, shout out to The Walking Dead, man. Ten years, ten years, ten year anniversary, man, of episode one. Man. Well, we're going to end on that note. Once again, thank you all for listening and happy Halloween. Thank you for tuning in to the Student of the Game podcast. Peace out.